All right, how are you guys doing? Today's episode is sponsored by Black Buffalo and Established Titles. We're going to kick this thing off with a bang. Not literally, but possibly. Apparently, Russia is expected to launch a massive attack on Ukraine within the next few hours. So while I'm making this video right now, well, actually, while this video is going live, this thing could actually be happening. They say it's going to include over 200 missiles being shot into the country from land, sea, and air. They're also claiming that there is a chance that we could actually see a possible pushdown from Belarus. As well as, which to me, it just seems a little bit far-fetched for this entire war to be going on. But, but this thing seems a little bit crazy. I don't know if that's going to happen. If this does actually happen, we all know this is going, uh, what is going on. It's happening because they're wanting to completely break down the will of the Ukrainians prior to the winter months really setting in. The winter months have started. We know this. It's going to be like a high of 30, a low in the, I don't know. Zero. I, I really cold. <laughs> it's going to be cold, okay? Cold and wet, frozen, nasty. And if you're wondering how bad it is inside of Ukraine right now with regards to uh, the power, like here is uh, an image of nighttime. Or look, you can you can see. You guys will understand what I mean. It's from NASA or from outer space. It's from outer space, okay? You can see all the lights that are inside of Russia. You can see them in literally Poland. You can see them in every single country surrounding Ukraine. You see Ukraine, it's pretty much blacked out. Okay. If we intervened in Kosovo in the late nineties due to, I think it was also like 200 to 230,000 plus being people being displaced before the winter months, then what is NATO willing to do here with the winter months setting in? And we know the entire country currently is without power. Like how many people are going to die due to the, the terribly cold conditions uh, that is going to be taking place clearly. And, and because the Russians are targeting the infrastructure within the country itself, I don't think this is going to break the will of the Ukrainians or get them to come out and table to talk, which I think some people do want. I think this is going to do nothing more than, than light a fire. I guess that's kind of a, a strange way to put it because they're going to be really cold, but it's going to light, light a fire underneath them to get back up and want to, to, to go after the people that have done this to their families. Imagine being a father. Just if you, you're probably A lot of you guys out there probably are a mother. And you watch your kids freeze every single day for four months straight, two months straight, one week. It doesn't really matter. I don't care. And you, you, don't, you, think, you don't think that's going to get them just a bit angry and want to actually take up arms and push out uh, the invaders to the country? Just think about that. I mean, that's just not, it's, it's like a more of a mental game at the same time. Because you, you like you could say yes, I've seen my 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 brother get killed or whatnot. But when it's your when it's your when it's your kid struggling and suffering, and it's something you can't do anything about it, and the only thing you can do is actually take up arms and fight against a country that's, that's doing it. Probably going to happen. I also got to say thank you to my VIP Patreon members. Before we get too far into today's video, Andrew Alfaro, Casey McGuire, Damaged Gods, Eric Mild. Jason Booker, Case King, Mr. King Ott, Outlaws, and Patrolman X. I should have you guys uh, a, a sweet, succulent video, an exclusive video for you guys tomorrow. Uh, so thank you to every single Patreon member over there who supports is, is extremely valuable or va valuable and important over here to keep the wheels turning on this thing because most of the videos are not monetized out the gate. So thank you so much. So what you guys get on the Patreon side of things, you guys get an exclusive video every single week and you guys get uh, content that does not have ads placed in them. So thank you so much. Your support is greatly appreciated because I have really expensive camera guys that overcharge me for working very little <laughs> so, that, so thank you we got to pay for those those guys что происходит да ну с одной стороны конечно для многих это повод уныния но если посмотреть на это с скажем так с какого-то so this is what triumph would look like i wouldn't want to be a part of it at all not even not even a little bit being joined by those countries isn't really anything you get too excited about either China is one of the most oppressive countries on the planet, and Africa really doesn't have a massive economy to speak of and is plagued with corruption. So not really making the best argument thus far, but let's let this guy continue. 
отчасти не очень, конечно, когда про политические темы, говоришь, приятно в этом признаваться, но вы знаете... Wow, that one right there took a turn down a path I wasn't expecting at all. It's kind of one of those things, you, you tell, tell them to take a right and they go left. That was, that was way out of left field. I wonder why they say left field anyway. Anyway, this one from like a, a man talking about the glorious things that they've done inside of Ukraine, how they're doing like really great stuff, to like shedding a random coat and taking Europe in the next 15 years. I don't even know where this went or how this got to this point of this conversation. I, I would like to get a bit more clarification on how this is going to happen, but there isn't any. He just leaves it hanging out in front of us like a low-hanging fruit. He's like, all right, here, you can have this. You're like, what are you talking about? What, like, what are you talking about? And I know a lot of people who dip and enjoy their favorite drink. I don't know, playing basketball or baseball or fishing, like me. I like to fish quite a bit. Actually, here in the recent months, I haven't fished at all, but I love fishing. I really do. But have been looking for an alternative for a while. These alternatives have so many things these days, and they're just like original, but no one really has put the time and effort into creating a high-quality, nicotine-free tobacco alternative until now. Yes, that is right. That is what I'm talking about. Black Buffalo. I just had it all over my face. So if you're over 21 and you dip in or chew tobacco pouches or long cut, you have to try out this tobacco alternative. It's not tobacco, okay? It is not tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero, all right? Black Buffalo Zero is everything you love about dipping, the feel, the taste, the ritual, just without the actual tobacco leaf, stem, and or nicotine. This product is actually made from cabbage leaves. They make a variety of flavors like wintergreen, mint, straight, peach, or even blood orange. If you're still seeking that calming burn from your dip, you can check out their regular product line too. Uh, my go-to would actually be straight. I used to dip a ton of a ton back in the day, especially in the military. I used to actually dip and smoke, okay? Back Buffalo's founders looked high and low for tobacco alternatives across the United States and even overseas, but nothing delivered the same satisfaction or high quality they were looking for, so they decided to make their own. Plus, Black Buffalo proudly manufactures their products here in the United States of America. You can, of course, get everything at blackbuffalo.com, and they also are now in a couple stores nationwide. If you guys want to find a store near you, go to blackbuffalo.com and click stores. Like I told you guys, I used to dip a ton, and I'm glad I found Black Buffalo because there's finally a high-quality alternative to tobacco that's allowing me to ditch nicotine. So if you're looking to ditch nicotine and you need a way out to get uh, out from underneath that, that spell of addiction, hey, this could be your way out. The zero, Black Buffalo Zero, is the way to go. Might be a good way for you to wean off of it. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate the hard work and dedication that went into creating this awesome product, Black Buffalo. They really nailed it. So if you're ready to keep your ritual but ditch the tobacco, if so, and you're over the age of 21, it's time to get Black Buffalo Zero. It's everything you love about dipping and nothing you don't. Head to blackbuffalo.com and use promo code ROB15 at checkout to save 15% off your first order. That is R-O-B, all caps, 15 at blackbuffalo.com. Check out Black Buffalo Zero. It's everything you guys loved about dipping but nothing you don't need. Like, Check them out. And this is also the best offer you'll find. And you have to use my code ROB15 for 15% off your first order. One last time for y'all. That's promo code ROB15 for 15% off your first order. Go check them out at blackbuffalo.com. Hello, we already were worried. Where are you? What are you doing? Hrenova. Gnijom. Земле. Yes, yes, yes. You don't have to drink anything, right? Да, вообще просто все мокрые.
So this is something we have seen almost daily come out of the mobilized ranks. The Russians treat them as, as second-class citizens and do not outfit them with the proper gear. So it shouldn't be too shocking anyone that we we're seeing him claim that there's mutiny emerging because of this treatment. I don't really know how far they could get because it also sounds like the military police are being used to round up these men and bring them back to the front lines if they're quitting, that is. And they're actually being brought back to different lines as I've, I've seen. Not even different, not, not even not even the same units, just different areas in general. So if you did not know, establish titles. Is a fun and novel way to preserve the natural woodlands of Scotland while helping global reforestation efforts. It is a project based on historic Scottish customs where landowners are referred to as lairds, lords, and ladies in English. Title packs give you guys at least one square foot of dedicated land with a unique plot number on private estate in Edelson, Scotland, and an official certificate with a crest like this one right here. They plant a tree with every single order, and they work with global charities, one tree planted, and trees for the future to support the global reforestation efforts. You guys could officially include the title of lord and or lady on your credit card plane tickets and or dating profiles etc anything you'd like it makes for a great last minute gift and the first 200 people purchasing a title pack using my link will effectively be next to my plot within a few minutes walking distance depending on how many of you guys there are we can build our own little speak the truth kingdom so all you have to do is go to establishedtitles.com forward slash truth and use code truth at checkout to save an additional 10%. They're running a massive holiday sale right now. Take advantage of it while you guys can. Get yourself one of these before the time is up and they're not there anymore for you guys when it comes to this massive deal. You guys want to check them out? My name is Lord Robert Turklaw. This thing goes put on my wall so everybody knows that I own a square foot of land over there in Edelson, Scotland, where I can go drink my, my whiskey by myself. I guess. Sit there and just sit in my lawn chair. Go check them out. The link in the very top description. Go to establishedtitles.com forward slash truth and use code truth at checkout to save the additional 10%. And you know, I probably should have mentioned uh, this one near the beginning of the video, but the Pentagon is considering a proposal that was sent to them by Boeing that would supply Ukraine with ground launch small diameter bombs that would allow the Ukrainians to hit targets that are 150 kilometers away. Kind of a big thing. Just probably should have thrown that in there a little sprinkle in at the very beginning of the video. Они готовятся взять наш Крым. Ну а мы делаем единственное, что можем делать в этой ситуации, мы бомбим. Okay, just pause for one second. How can you say you are polite and you didn't want to bomb civilian infrastructures when we've heard you literally like every, actually every every single person on that panel has said they've been wanting to use nukes to take out entire cities. They cannot like so say they can fight. That is crazy. They've also been saying for the past month that they need to hit every single piece of infrastructure to force them to their knees this winter and to freeze them out. The Russian civilian population cannot be this stupid. And just like that, you go and get to the end of this segment and you hear the oh-so-kind Russian people will turn to the world into dust because they might lose and get embarrassed. They act as if we brought, or I guess say we, the West itself, has brought this upon them. I don't really get where this whole woe is me attitude comes from, especially from the people who decided to invade another country to regain some land they had once lost long time ago. Oh, and claiming these lands are now yours, by the way, is insane. And them right there in itself shows the ignorance of these people. Uh, there hasn't been much change, by the way, in the northern, northeastern part of the country. Just so everybody is aware. Just going to throw that one out there. There was like one Russian unit that attempted to come. Uh, they tried to carry out an attack. Nothing significant came from it. So we're going to be shifting down around Bakhmut to start this thing out. All right, now we're in and around Bakhmut. This is, this is going to be kind of a brutal area. So you guys know 
there used to be some little bread looking deals here, but I actually removed them because they were just kind of getting in the way and kind of like an eyesore. We just got to take note that there are hills on the back side, the northern side of Bakhmut, okay, in between all those main routes. So there's now visible confirmation the Russians have, in fact, crossed the ML3 route just outside of Bakhmut on the northeastern side of the city. So you guys see this little nud, that little nugget right there. That area is now controlled by the Russians, and we have seen visual confirmation of this actually being taken place. And I tell you guys right now, there's also some crazy videos out there showing Russians storming the trenches in this area and taking out large group of Ukrainians, which I'm clearly not going to show. No, I think anybody should even go searching for it. Just take my word for it. Do not go looking for this. So I know this to be the fact that this is happening in this area. The the, the images have been geolocated when it comes to the drone footage and stuff like that. So this ha- this this area has been taken by the Russians as of right now. And you know what? I can show you guys this video. It's inside of a trench that has absolutely nothing to do with this area and has very little context to go with it. That one right there is a little bit more YouTube friendly. And I have seen the claim that there isn't anything going on or anything to worry about on the southern side of Bakhmut or the northern side or whatnot. I'm not entirely sure how true that is. The Russians have made some decent progress on the south side of the city. Okay. So we're going to scroll a little bit south here. So you guys see this big chunk that I've actually just inserted today. This thing has actually been taken over the last couple days or so. And I just wanted to throw it out there. That is a pretty vast chunk of, of ground. And when this kind of stuff starts to happen, they're starting to make progress. I like to take a step back and look at the bigger picture and see what, what, what actually might be in play here. Okay, We know the Russians are trying to push. Wow, that was a terrible arrow. Trying to push this way. Okay, It's clear, very, very clear. Okay. Now, why would they want to be doing that? It seems they might be trying to take uh, access to the western side of Bakhmut. Might be a big, big possibility here. Or maybe they control this route that actually leads north. So this is the main route I'm talking about. See that little white line? That is a route. Okay. We know that for some very, very odd reason they are wanting to take the city. I don't know if it has an ego thing attached to it or political ties to it or political strings attached. I don't really know. But they've been attempting to take Bakhmut for months. I know the only real strategic thing here is gaining access to the city is to control that route that leads north out of the hills towards Slovyansk. So that's what I'm talking about, this main one. Okay, now with that being said, we know that these are all massive hills. So it's going to be very difficult for them to take Slovyansk without controlling Bakhmut and that the freedom of movement of the Ukrainians in this area would really hinder their ability to do so. So I think that might be one of the main reasons why they're doing this, but I don't really understand why it's now, because without control of this city, it's just not going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible for them to take the next, but the problem is they don't really have the means to hold it and then push forward. So I don't really, I don't really know why. That, that's my, my main thing here. I don't care if the Russians pushed up and took all this area right here. Say they did that. I don't think they currently have the means to hold this area and not allow the Ukrainians to actually take it back. Because if you scroll north out of here and go outside of Sivitov, Izium and Slovyansk, in, in, uh, Slovyansk, excuse me, um, Kupiansk, that whole area was, was held for months and they lost it within days. So I just don't think they have the ability to hold the ground if they were to take it. Um, but for the eastern side of the country and the southeastern side of the country, we haven't seen any change over in Kyrgyzstan. It's just a game of back and forth shelling from both parties with the Russians doing everything they possibly can to stop the current barrage in the railroad lines. The Ukrainians are just hitting them randomly with no real way for the Russians to predict where they will attempt to hit next. So that is pretty much what we've we've seen for the day. Thanks for hanging out with me, guys. I will catch you guys tomorrow on another episode. If you're over on the Patreon side, expect there to be an exclusive video tomorrow. Do love you guys. Thank you so much. I'm out.